Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of the Weekend No Show. My name is JG. I'm here with my boy CL Smooth. How you doing? What's good, fam? All right, and once again, Ebony Blade <laughs> is nowhere to be found. He he could Ebony be anywhere. Blade. He could be at your house now, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> he could be anywhere. So so, but but that has nothing to do with us. So don't come. No, no. Back to us. <laughs> we 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 what's how does that say go uh with with uh Tom Cruise? Uh we we disavow any knowledge. Yeah, we, yeah, we disavow <laughs> any knowledge of the whereabouts of Ebony Blade. Of Ebony Blade <laughs> or any activities he may or may not be engaged in. Exactly. So uh so then we're just gonna move on into this episode, which I'm calling the marriage episode. Uh-oh. The marriage yeah, episode. yeah, that that uh that awful topic or or great topic depending on your uh, perspective so smooth why don't you lead us off on this one man yeah man so i i ran across this article about a week or so ago um it's not it's not something i'm deep into uh as you might guess but it just it it, it caught me on my feed um david's bridal which is one of the the largest um you know wedding and bridal businesses in the country, maybe the largest, is going out of business. They're they're filing bankruptcy and they're laying off over 9,000 people. Oh, and so man. Um, obviously this is related to the economy and, you know, economy has been on shaky ground, you know, leading up to and through and after the pandemic and all that. Wait, 9,000 um, 9, people, how many people do they employ normally? Well, was that I mean, said? If they're going, in through, the... uh, they're going through bankruptcy, I, I, that's, that, that so that's, that's, that's all awesome. That's all. Of them. Okay. It, it, it could be. I have to I have to look uh, look at that. But okay, okay, um, okay. You know, it's it's a it's a huge portion for sure. Um, yeah, they filed for chap uh, chapter eleven. I think that's a, probably the a, a big chunk. Unless unless someone's going to buy them out, you know, that's they're all going to be out of work. You know. Oh wow. Um, but it, what it caused me to do was look at okay. You know, despite economies, there's certain there's certain industries like, you know, even when the economy is bad, like you people still got to buy food. Maybe they don't buy as much. Um, but what's going on with weddings at the largest, you know, wedding suppliers is going out of business. And so I came across some data. So that I thought might be interesting to share and then we can get into it. Uh, in 1970, the percentage of Americans between the ages of 25 years old and 50 who had never married was only 9% of that population. By about the 1990s, that number was getting close to 20% of people in that age range had never been married. And <clears throat> back in 2019, Pew Research Center, it was a reputable um, research organization, published an analysis um, of census data. And it showed that in 2019, the share of American adults who were neither married nor living with a partner had risen to 38%. Oh. So this is four this is four times higher. So in in what was that? Just under 50 years, the percentage of people who were never married in that in that big block of age group of 25 to 50 had had, had basically more than quadrupled, right? Now, that does I'm sorry, that does include some people who were previously married and were now separated, divorced or widowed and all of that. Um, but the but the growth in the the total unpartnered population since 1990 came from a rise of those who had never been married at all. Okay. Um, and then that also it, it gives some interesting details in relation to different um, 
demographic groups within that age group. So between ages of uh, 25 and 54, 59% of black adults were unpartnered in 2019. Um, it was 38% for Hispanic, 33% for white, 29% um, for Asian. Um, for most racial and ethnic groups, men are more likely than women to be unpartnered. Uh, and then the exception is among black adults where women, 62% are more likely to be unpartnered than men at 55%. So which because is the brothers these, are in, in prison, right? Is that why? Um, that that's part of it. There's 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 multiple factors I think at play here. Um, some of it is e economic. Some of it is people are waiting longer to get married, right? And so as we've seen the rise in more and more women um, going to college and and pursuing degrees of higher education. Um, having more success in in their career fields, making more money, all that they they have waited longer and longer to to get married. So that's that's part of it. Um, but we're also seeing data out there where, um, you know, there's crazy numbers where like most men are single, but a good majority of women are dating. So I mean, it, you you don't have to be a a nuclear scientist to figure out that okay, that means that most women are dating the same guy, right? If most well, let's be real here. A lot of this is because of uh, the passport bros, right? They dipped out. <laughs> well, they, I mean- they dipped out listen, of the game. There, there's probably 10 different factors we can, we can, we can relate to, to kind of the, the overall decline in marriage. I'm going with passport bros. Hey man, one, one of his passport <laughs> bros, but I mean, seriously, um, there, it's, it's, I don't think it's huge numbers yet, but it's growing. The number of men who are um, leaving the country or looking overseas for marriage, right, um, has increased. Um, women are more career oriented. They have more they have more opportunities in that regard. And so they are pursuing that um, in, in place of, of, you know, getting married at 20 or 25 or 30 or anything like that. Um, economic factors. Right. Uh, I think it's, you know, people are looking at the marriage and child commitment as being pretty particularly onerous in a tough economic environment. So people are, are holding off. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Married. Um, the other thing I came across was that, um, let's see, I think that I think this is as recently that the Gallup poll found that 7.2 percent of U.S. adults are identifying as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender or something other than straight or heterosexual. And that percentage has doubled since the Gallup poll first measured that LGBT identification in 2012. So in the last 11 years, um, the percentage of people in the US who identify as something other than you know, heterosexual has doubled. Um, and then there was 7% where there was no response. And I, I think you've got to, you could reasonably assume that some percentage of that 7% identifies with LGBT but didn't want to, for one reason or another, whatever, didn't want to answer that question. So it's probably higher than 7% of U.S. adults. And I've, I've seen some data where, uh, what's the most recent group? Is like Generation Z? Gen Z, yeah. Um, yeah. Gen Z, whatever the kind of the most recent groups are, like the percentage of, 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 of those young adults who um, identify as LGBT or one of the other, I'm, I'm, apologies to, to folks out there, I don't know all the um, identifying terms, um, but that that kind of uh, lifestyle group that they identify with, I think it's like, I've, I've heard numbers like 30, 40% of that population 
Um, so it's like moving in a direction where more and more of the population is not heterosexual. And so all, all of these factors lead back to people not getting married, right? In terms so of it, and is that because those those lifestyle groups are are not desiring to get married, or is it because of they can't get married in certain states, the state they're at? And I, I don't really know the status of the of uh, marriage in in every state. Yeah, is, is it, well, it's still this, up to the states, right? Th- this 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 data I'm looking at is just marriage, you know. Tra- "Quote unquote traditional marriage between a man and a woman." So they're not oh, looking okay. at LGBT mar- type type marriages sure. in, in the number, and and the reason for that is not is not discriminatory in the in the data. It's there's there's ongoing impacts. You know, if people aren't getting married, what what impact does that have on raising children and stuff like that? Now, people are still having children out of wedlock and stuff like that, but it has has led to you know a decline in birth rates. I think in the '70s it was something like the average in the U.S. was like 2.2 or 2.4 children. Per woman now it's down to like 1.6 or something like that so the birth rate is going down um but because people are, are it's more accepted that people have children out of wedlock fewer people are getting married right back in the day if you wanted children you got married i mean right right further back in the day if you wanted to have sexual relations you had to get married you had to get you know? married right so all, none of those things are, are true today in terms of how society as a as a whole views those things so all of all of those factors i think play some role in the reduction of of uh, of marriage, and then we've talked on other pods also about um, the impact that social media and dating apps have had on relationships between men and women. Because kind of the gamification of finding partners, if it, it, it's just the nature of it, if if I'm on a on a, a smartphone and I'm scrolling through, I mean, all it is is pictures. Then by default, I'm judging you based on what you look like, or you're judging me based on what I look like. Right? Very superficial type of things. And that's that's naturally going to limit the pool of what we think are appropriate partners. So back in the day, you could talk with someone, they could feel your vibe. You know, it's a whole, you know, people, a, a photograph and a, a person in dynamic action are two different things. But if everything's online, all you're getting is that that superficial 2D view of a person. And so for men, men have been particularly hard hit. Um, I feel sorry for these young guys coming up um, because you know, if they're not obviously, you know, as they say, Chad or Tyrone or something like that, uh, or or Richie Rich, they're you know they're 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 in, they're in a, a tough situation because they you know via the online portal it's tough to to demonstrate your personality and other characteristics, and even now uh, what it seems like uh, this is anecdotal, but um, I don't know how far that's taking guys either. You know, you, personality certainly helps, but you got to have these other things because. Um, young women today uh, are looking at it where they're raising their standards, but their standards seem to be, you know, focused on how good you look and what your social status and, and financial status is. So um, all those things are leading to a decline in marriage. And I just wanted what what your perspective was and what, you know, what kind of impact we think is going to have on society. I mean, if we look 10, 20, 30 years ahead, what what does our world look like at that point? You know, I mean. I keep hearing these things about, you know, young, younger, younger dudes, um, you know, having trouble and they can't compete. They can't, they can't pull these girls. And it's, it's, it's always framed as if it's a huge problem. 
and that you should feel sorry for these guys. I'm not sure that I really do. I actually think they might be better off. And it's like, guys, just work on yourselves. Do the things you like to do. There's going to be a lot of compromises in life. There's going to be just so many compromises. And if you just want to sit and play video games and you can support yourself somehow and you, and you can, you can, you're not hurting anyone and you're just living your life. Hey, you know, go ahead and do that, man. And I, I, I see these things where they're like, oh, a lot of young men, they're not going to college. Women are going to college more. And I'm like, let them go and get in debt. I'm saying good. Stay out of there. And I just feel like they got an opportunity to step back and really work on this. I mean, the things that I did running after these girls, man, just running after them (laughs) (laughs) back in the days, man. Tell us about it, JG. Tell us about all the stories, man. No, (laughs) I'm not telling (laughs) nothing else. But I'm saying if, if, if that decision, if that would have been taken out of my hands, like, Okay, I can't compete right now. I can't compete right now. Maybe I would have just stopped and and worked more on myself. I don't know. I just feel like marriage declining is a good thing because I just don't have any respect for the institution. I really don't. I mean, it's it's an antiquated institution that in my opinion has no real place in society today. It it really should just be abolished. If you want to be with someone, then be with them. Who cares? And I even the yeah. institution. Are you, are you talking about like a you know the legal you know contractual relationship, or are you just talking about men and women living together and raising families? Like, what, no, what I'm talking you... about the the legal contractual relationship and all that it entails, mm-hmm. all that it entails surrounding it that is not legal. That is that is the obligations and responsibilities. I have a wife. This is what I must do. Uh, this is my role now. And, and, or, you know, for women, I, I have a husband now, this is my role. I just, I see that people's lives become very difficult. And I don't think anybody who's married would say, oh man, this is a cakewalk, man. This is just, this is the easiest thing do? in the world. If they, if they brought you in to fix it and say, Hey man, whatever you say goes, like, how would you, how would you change it? How, what would you do to change it? And, and, and how do you think that those changes would, would play out? Uh, first I would say, yeah, well, this marriage doesn't exist anymore. Everybody's cool. Just be cool. And they'd be like, Hey, Hey, what about, you know, what about this and my taxes? And what about Hey, man, forget that. Hey, I just, I just don't see the point of making your life exponentially harder by, by, uh, attaching yourself to somebody for the rest of your life. So what about like, okay, so, so. So in your world, then, you know, you meet a woman, you want to be together. You're not going to legally get married. You're not going to the courthouse. You're not signing up anything. Are you having, are you still having a wedding ceremony at the church or something? No, like that? hell no. <laughs> None of that. No, so there hell is no, no marriage. There's just, there's just, we are together or we're not together. It's like, no. it's like, it's like dating is what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Hey, do we, do we want to spend time together? Let's spend some time together. Hey, I'll see you. And, and it's, it's like, I'll see you, you next are you, time. Are you, are, you, are you living together or no? No, hell no. What are you, nuts? <laughs> so you're talking about eliminating this relationship between men and women, right? I'm like, hey, we want to spend some time together. We can spend some time together. 
Otherwise, leave me alone. You know? <laughs> what about what about children? What what are they what are they coming to this? What children? <laughs> <laughs> so no children? No, man. Let me tell you about children. I'm gonna tell you exactly <laughs> what should happen here. And this is a situation where children, they can be born. The, remember, you know the matrix? Remember the matrix? The children yeah. should be in the matrix. Oh, and they, they, they should be they should be just plugged in. You know, they, they, they should be born. And as soon as they're born, they're plugged into the matrix. And then you go about your life knowing full well that your child is growing up with you as their, their parent or whatever. And then when they get 18, they come out and we know they can act right. They can come out and then they can take part in society, but not before they are kicked in the ass. See, see, I, I know I said this on other podcasts, but I think I think you've been. I think you've been taken over by the AI chatbot, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're plotting the, de- the destruction of humanity, man. No marriage, uh, no children. You, you, humanity can stand to be destructed a little bit. You know, we, we got, oh, what, 8 Lord. billion people? We, we, can, we can slow down a little bit. We can put the brakes on. Oh, but they'll be in the Matrix. They'll be in the Matrix, and they'll come out. You know, they'll come well, on let, out. Let me give a different perspective. This doom and gloom and the end of humanity that that, uh, that this is the doom and gloom. This is a happy day, man. <laughs> I'm very um, excited about it. I think there's, I think I agree with you. There's a silver lining in this, in that even though it doesn't feel like it for many young men, it does give you an opportunity to focus on what I think is important is your self development, not in a selfish way, but I think for all human beings. And I wish I just, I wish I had this kind of mindset and knowledge and guidance when I was young. Um, yeah. That your pur- your purpose your purpose is is really self mastery. It's not control over other human beings. It's not accumulating all the wealth and stuff that you can possibly get. Um, although taking care of your material needs are are part of are the process and is important. But self mastery, self understanding, um, knowledge of self. Um, you know that means understanding your emotions and being able to to manage and control those emotions. Um, understanding how your, your background and your life experiences have a- affected you specifically and how that's played out. And when you can recognize those things, you can make improvements on any kind of experiences that may have harmed you, you know? Um, and then focusing on things to develop yourself in terms of um, from softer type things like softer skill type of things like self-confidence and communication and, and you know, dealing with conflict uh, and, and things like that to pursuing your passions and expressing yourself and finding yourself through your passions, regardless of what family, friends or what the world thinks of it. Um, you know, that's the kind of guidance and coaching and things that I think are have been sorely missing in humanity's de- development for for ages. Right. Um, I've used I've used this example offline where I think, you know, parents and, and families need to be more like gardeners. Right. Where the gardener doesn't tell the apple tree or the mango tree how to grow. The, the, the mango tree knows how to be a mango tree. Right. Um, or the apple tree to be an apple tree. Um, but you try to create an environment where it can grow and blossom and bear fruit to the best of its ability. You don't try to change an apple tree into into a banana. Right. Which is what a lot of parents try to do. They try to control their offspring in one way or another. Um, And that's not the way. And so this is all part of this self-development process that I think more of us um, when we're young, if we if we had that guidance, could really benefit from. And so this is a silver lining to a tough situation. But I think you're right, JG, that these young men will find that if they spend their 
their 20s and, you know, up to the 30s or whatever, you know, really finding and developing themselves, they will have much fuller, richer and happier lives. You're not going to ultimately find happiness in another person. And I think this is what a lot of marriage had become is that people are looking for an escape through other people. And then and then when they get there, they find out, shit, this ain't an escape. This is just another trap. And that's why, you know, divorce rates over 50 percent. Marriage rate is down. Birth rate is down. You know, all, all these, you know, knock on factors. Um, so I'm not saying we should eliminate marriage, but we need to come to these relationships in a healthier state. And we only do that by getting the kind of development work that we all need. Um, well, look at look at what happens when the marriage falls apart. Divorce. Look yeah. at how difficult it is. And, you know, no one no one ever wanted to marry me, but but I would never want to get married because I don't want to get into something where it's so easy to get into and so difficult to get out of. And it just doesn't make sense to me. And I, I look at it like like you should be able to separate yourself from somebody without catastrophically destroying your life. But you can't do that, at least not in the States. You, yeah. you, you're going to pay or you're going to be dragged into court for years and it's going to be contentious and ugly. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. I think that's one of the reasons it's going, you know, the whole marriage is going down because the information is, is out there now. People are seeing these things. People are seeing what happens. And they don't want any part of it, and rightly so. And to me, again, the only solution is the matrix. To <laughs> That's the only solution. <laughs> That's the only solution that will work. We put the kids in the matrix, everyone else will be cool. Just think what it would be like if we don't have everybody's wretched offspring roaming around here, making life miserable for people. Then, see, and the people can be cool then, like, hey, you know what? I like spending time with you. I, I do. I do love you. I have love for you, but I'm going to go kick it over here. And it's like, that's fine. Hey, little Billy will be getting out of the matrix in like eight years. I'm going to catch up with you when he gets out and we kick him in the ass together. It was like, yeah, okay. I'll see you then. Well, well, well listen, uh, family, uh, we here at the weekend, no show, we don't endorse the <laughs> views or perspectives of our guests. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. Look, um, I, I think this comes back to, like, as I, you know, I like to say, all, all, these, all these topics are tied together, man. When the, when the government is too involved in your personal life, these are some of the outcomes you get. The government is too wrapped up, too ingrained, too involved in the institution of marriage. They have too much say, right? They're overstepping their bounds. There's certainly there's a place for government to mediate disputes, to protect people from abuses and things like that. But what they've done is created a system where super easy to get married, not easy to separate. Well, relatively easy to separate, but the the consequences of separation are huge, particularly for men. Right. Um, yes. or, or in a particular relationship, the, the so-called breadwinner, which historically has been men, although some of that is changing. Um, and so it's like you're, you're, the government is creating a disincentive by they're incentivizing women to get married and divorce someone so that they can get their resources 
right? So they're not incentivizing good, long, healthy relationships. I mean, if I get married and my spouse annoys me and I know that, well, shit, she's talking that nonsense. I could just divorce her. I'll get the house. The, I'll, the kids will stay with me if I want if I want the kids and I'll get half of her income. Girl, you better watch your mouth. Right. That That's what's happening. Right. But in reverse, it's it's guys are walking on eggshells um, because. If a woman just doesn't love you anymore, she's not feeling it. She has to find herself. It's over. Right now. Audience, we're, we're simplifying things. Not every situation is is exactly like that, but it's happening in large enough numbers that it's something to, to be made aware of. Now, we also recognize people have different perspectives on it. Many women would say, well, they're in, a, in, in emotionally or physically or other kinds of abusive types of relationship. Men would, would say it's, it's not that. It's just, you know, she's irresponsible with money and I I'm, I'm, want to go a different way and, she, and she's mad at me about that, you know, or whatever, whatever the, the, the case might be. Um, the fact of the matter remains that the, the resolution of these relationships into divorce are, are not equitable. Um, and so it's incentivizing one party to 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 go in that direction when things get hard and who suffers the most? The children suffer the most. Every bit of research that's ever been done points to the fact that children. There, there are there are more positive outcomes um, in terms of quantity and degree for children that are raised in two parent households. And uh, we're getting we're getting less and less of that. And I think. Uh, you know, we may discuss this on a, on a, on a subsequent podcast, but like this nonsense in Chicago, where teens are taking over and burning, looting, and and beating people up and and assaulting folks and stuff like that, we're going to see much much more of that, right, all over the country, because this is this you know kids kids have been raised in in the society where there's one parent homes and those parents are overwhelmed and can't guide their children. See, the so, matrix is the looking matrix pretty good is. now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <I> know, <laughs> looking maybe, pretty maybe good is, to Chicago. Maybe it is. But but consider the marriage and the divorce. And how many times do we read or otherwise hear about someone killing their wife because they didn't want to divorce? They didn't want to lose the money. And yes, those people are disgraceful, you know, evil individuals who would go that far. But yeah. but consider that the consequences that they were going to pay, they didn't want to pay. And they were willing to go that far. And to me, it's like, you've got to change this so that this is not an option. This is, this should not ever enter someone's head. This should not even be close to entering someone's head that I need to kill my wife so I can get divorced and keep my money. And, you know, yes, you should not be a crazy psycho who's willing to do that. But to me, it just screams that something is wrong with this, that this is even in the realm of, of a, a viable option. So to me, it's just, man, you, you couldn't, I don't know what kind of events would have to happen for me to get married. If, like, if, like if I ended up getting married, you would probably know that the aliens have arrived and they've replaced me. Right. You'd be like, okay, that ain't JG. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but that ain't him. Well, it's going to be interesting, man. Um, you know, the next 20, 30, 40 years, because as I mentioned 
in the lead up, more and more women are, are pursuing higher education. Um, they're out, they're completely outpacing men in terms of women who are going to college and getting higher degrees and stuff like that. They're also, um, you Good, know, earning more income. And, yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're more independent than ever. It's going to be interesting because I think you're going to start to see more and more relationships where the woman is the high earning person. The man is not. I wonder if that'll translate into to more like stay at home dads type situations. Um, but when when those divorces start to happen, I'm going to be interested to see what the perspective is on the the, the laws and the, the 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 splits, the equity splits, so to speak, um, on these divorces. Because in those cases, theoretically, you would expect, well, so the, the woman is the breadwinner winner. The man would get the children and and half of her income. I wonder how long women will would allow that to go on. Right. <laughs> if if they're one, <laughs> the ones giving up half their shit. I can't imagine um, they're going to be as enthused about that as they are about the current scenario. Um, but in all, in all seriousness, I, I, you know, the dynamics in society are going to change. Um, and unfortunately, right now, there's there's a lot of conflict and hostility between men and women, right? Um, some people would describe it as men are upset, they're, they're, they're losing their power. And so they're, you know, they're, they're acting like babies. Um, others would say, you know, women are being totally unreasonable. I, as with most things, the truth is some, somewhere in the middle. Um, but nevertheless, the impact on society is going to be what, man? What I mean, what's going to happen? Fewer and fewer marriages. Um, people are becoming more separated. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know where I think this thing fewer is fewer and fewer marriages are going to result in in a happier population. That's that's my thoughts on it. And on that note, I want to you know I want to talk about a different type of marriage that. I, I think I it's kind of, kind of, uh, I don't know if it's telling, but we're, we're talking about women doing, doing a different thing now and gaining more, more power and more independence. And I saw something, this is on the learning channel. It was a show called brothers seeking husband. So, and I guess this takes after there was a show called seeking sister wife and sister wives. You know, those were the okay. ones where, you know, a guy has a bunch of wives and they call it what, what plural, plural marriage. And Polygamy? possibly, but I think, I think they don't like that word. I think they oh, like okay. pl plural marriage. And so um, brother seeking husband is the reverse of that. And they call it a polyandrous relationship. And I had to look that up where polyandrous, the definition is relating to a species of animals in which the females mate with more than one male in a single breeding season. Mm. Okay, so this is reverse. This is where the woman has multiple husbands. So um, I thought, okay, so this is, uh, this is where our marriages are, are going now. And so there was several couples, but, but I got caught up, uh, in, of course, in the, the, the black uh, you know, couple group, whatever you want to call them. And this woman's name was Kenya. And so her husband was Carl. And they've been married for like 26 years. They had three adult children. But I guess after the last 12 years of marriage, Kenya then says to Carl that she's fallen for another guy who's named Tiger. 
so Carl in the in the you know the stuff I watched with Carl's like, well, we talked about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, she says she's falling for another guy. And you're like, yeah, then we talked about it. I was like, um, I'd be like, well, I guess you're moving out or something, you know. And but instead they moved this dude in. And God, God yeah, so they move move Tiger in. And so here's the thing. Carl says, after she said that to me, we began like a two-year journey of discovery. And Carl says he finally, quote, came into the knowledge about feminine expression and realized he, he, you have to allow women to be free and express themselves. And as a man, you have to support her in doing that. Okay, Carl. So um, the thing is, it's still not enough because I guess where this show picks up, after 10 years with Tiger, you know, they're they're in the crib, all three of them. And Kenya's now seeking even more thrill, adventure, and attention. She brings in David. David was a former lover of hers, and now she wants to bring him into the relationship. And so she's saying things, this Kenya, she's saying things like, well, I'm just going to keep dating, of course, because... I like the the energy and the thrill, you know, of of love, and who doesn't who doesn't like that? And I'm right, like, so, well, so, so, your husband. Just to clarify, clarify, JG. So she's married. She's married. She, she, she has yeah. a second guy that has moved in with her and her husband that she's dating. Now she's bringing in a third boyfriend. But my understanding from from watching the, the episode, the clip, was that besides these three guys, she's also dating casually yes. outside of that, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> she's not playing around. She's not, she's playing, not around. playing around. And <laughs> this is, I mean, this is what she wants. And these guys, I'm like, well, what about they just sounded kind of brainwashed to me that they, they were spitting out these phrases, you know, and, and I'm like, okay. And so she gets to go out and be excited by love and and be, you know, be energized by meeting these new people. And so she walks out the door. And then these three dudes are in there and she closed the door and they're like looking at each other like, hey, what, what are you doing tonight, man? Uh, I don't know. Let's hang this picture, I guess, while she's out dating someone. And then Tiger, when, when they brought in David, remember, Tiger was the second guy. And then they're bringing in his third guy. And in one of the clips, he says, I don't know how I feel about it, where I'm being moved out of Kenya's bedroom now. And we're bringing David in. And it's like, what, what the hell? You know, isn't one marriage difficult and one a marriage between just two people difficult enough? But but they're saying that no, you have more people to support you. I you know, I just don't get it, man. But but I suppose we wouldn't. No, this I mean, this this is not for me. Um, and this is where we go back to where we talk about self-development de- and things like that, because it's important that. All people, men and women, are able to have a mind of their own. Because you mentioned brainwashing, and I, I got the same sense. Like when this guy talked about, and you, you had the quote about, I came, I recognize that a woman needs to express herself. Yeah, man, we we all support that. But within a relationship that you call marriage, you call it support to let her, you know, do whatever the hell she wants with whoever she wants. Yeah, she can certainly do that, but 
you feel you feel like it's it's your role to stay there within that so-called marriage that's supporting her. I mean, to me, that that sounds like brainwashing. It sounds like, um, you know, all the the cliches of what you would you would think of a man like that, man. And 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 what's happening is society is telling men more and more. Yeah, man, that's okay. Be subservient to women, you know. Um, but why do they do that? Be- because if you're subservient in a relationship, you'll be subservient to the government, to authority, all that. That's that's what that's what it's all you know really about is is a, is a power grab. There's no, there's nothing against women in particular. It's just it's just a sham. It's a tool that that people who 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 want to have power are using you know to play this run this con game on society. And that's why it's important if you do have children. Um, or, or or young people in your life, you act as a mentor. They they need to be, and this is you know young boys, young girls, whatever. They need to be able to think for themselves, even when society, their parents, their friends, school teachers, whoever, government tells them, oh no, th- you know the the sky is green. Uh, nah, motherfucker, the sky is not green. No, 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 the sky is green. All the science points to it. Yeah, well. No, I don't. I don't. I don't accept that. Right. Society is telling people this is the way it is. This is okay. This is not okay. Whatever. And people aren't thinking for themselves. And so we're getting a whole whole generations of kids that don't have a sense of identity. Right. Can't don't feel strong standing on their own what they know to be true and are very easily influenced. Now, that that benefits someone, but it sure as hell doesn't benefit, you know, regular people. And we're seeing a Play, I mean, what is this show other than to, than to promote these, um, what would what, you call it, polyandrous? Polyandrous, polyandrous yeah. Yeah, these polyandrous relationships, right? And this is not, you know, audience, don't, don't take this as an attack on, on women where, well, men for, for centuries have been able to have multiple wives. And other, this is not, you know, debating that, right? It's not an attack upon that. It's, it's saying that whether you call it marriage or just a relationship or whatever, what is that about? If I'm a person that, you know, wants to have all these wild sexual experiences, okay, I can do that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have three, four, five people within my marriage relationship. That just sounds crazy to me. You yeah, know? why does it have to be I, a marriage? Yeah, she, I, I don't. I don't understand. Intently that. calls them her husbands. She has to have them be her husbands, and it, to me, it's just so so odd, man. And so these guys. And I look at these guys, and the word that came to me was that they are neutralized. You know, these yeah. guys are just neutralized, and they're stuck, and they just exist to kind of prop her up. And how can you possibly be fulfilled when she she doesn't even have time for you? She's out dating. She doesn't have time for you, and you're waiting for her at home. Or, or doing whatever you're not even doing anything she's the one out living just incredible that that anyone any man would even contemplate that and honestly the reverse was true when it was you know sister wives or whatever i'm like why would you get into a, you know a marriage with three other women and and what and you're you're not number one or or I don't know how they do they do they have status when this is the first wife and this is 
the the third wife, so you can pull rank on them or something. I I, I, I honestly, it's not something that I'm, I'm you know really in depth on, but I I think there's there's probably some kind of rank in terms of like who's the first wife. But yeah, one of the differences or one of the questions I would have is, and I you know I'm not trying to pursue either neither of those situations. That's why I was telling the audience, don't don't come at me because I'm not I'm not promoting like having a man having multiple wives or a woman having multiple husbands. I I think all that shit is nonsense. Um, but you know, but having said that, to each his own. Do do what you want to do. Just don't don't t- try to force it on me. Um, where was I going with this thing? <laughs> Got caught on a rant here. Um, so I yeah I don't I don't know where the 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 ranking is on that, but um. I think this ties to, you know, scientists have shown there has been a decrease in testosterone globally, right? So some people say that's good. We need to take some of the aggression out of men, you know, with the violence and stuff like that. You know, maybe maybe so, but also that's that's that 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 action impulse to go and to do things that help to build society, right? So you can't you can't go too far overboard one way or the other. You know, too much testosterone and we're fucking killing each other. And and not enough. And then these cats are, you know, sitting at home putting up paintings like, well, okay, I, I <laughs> my, my wife got yeah. six more husbands, you know. Um, yeah. But 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 the, one of the key differences I want to point out here is, in a sister wife situation or what, what men with multiple wives, traditionally anyway, the men were supporting all of the the people in the household, right? Where is this coming in? She has she she has three so called husbands and she's dating other people on top of that. Is she supporting the household? I I seriously doubt that. No, hell um, no. Yeah, there's no way. So so what what's I mean, I, I just don't understand the point of all this, man. What what's the point of wanting to share your wife with someone? But again, look, all connected. This is this is the rise of pornography. Um, simply the act of watching a lot of porn puts you in a, an observer status. You got guys who now can only get off by watching watching other people, not not having relations with a woman themselves, or you got guys who love the thought of their partner, their spouse, their wife, having sexual relationships with some strange man, right? All of this sexualization and, and, and the ways it's, it's, the dynamics is playing out in society, we're seeing the, the uh, ripple effects, the, the, the repercussions of that. And this, this television show, this polyandrous show is an example of that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, Right. I mean, for me, it's not personally, it's not it's not a, an answer, um, but I'm not making a moral judgment on the on those types of relationships themselves. I'm just saying that that we're going to see ripple on effects into society. Right. What what kind of society do we have when these are the norms in relationships? Very kind of weak willed type of men who are chasing the skirts of a woman. Um, what what how does that this again, not a, an attack on women, but how does that play out? in society um, these the guys aren't even I'll... chasing they're waiting they We're waiting yeah they're in wait at home and yeah. to, to me here's the thing is why does she have to be why do they have to be married because if you want to to date these three guys so be it yeah. then go and be free and date these guys but they they you know marriage is a binding i just i don't like the binding aspect of marriage which is in the you know the 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 more you know Christian words of marriage and such. It's a binding. These these dudes are bound, and so they're they're like sitting at home, 
she's off. I didn't get the impression that they could go off and date anyone. So that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you a couple of questions that that <sighs> that you may not, not not have the answers to. But one is, could they go off and date someone else? And then two, what is their background? The, the men in the, those situations, meaning, do they come from single mother homes, or if they don't, you know, their parents were married. Was the mother still a dominant figure, uh, personality-wise, emotionally within that household? And the reason I ask that is, the impression that I got from that from that woman in there is that she's the dominant figure, obviously, in the household by 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 virtue of her personality type. And I wonder if we're getting more and more men. Obviously, more and more children are being born into single-parent households, and or you know households with with where women are dominant in terms of their personality dynamics. And so now these young men become adults, adult men who are still in that mommy mode of, okay, well, whatever my, my wife, quote unquote, mommy says, then that's, that's what I have to do. That that's, that's the impression I got from it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just seeing these guys like she clearly is the dominant one. She, she's in a couple of shows. I looked this up and I, I kept getting hits on her in other shows and other articles, you know, she wants this to be known. And these guys, these poor guys are getting clowned They're getting yeah. by, by us and by others. And I mean, the comments are, are brutal, but she looks like the girl, you know, she looks like the one. And uh, what's the phrase they use? These days? She's, she's that bitch, you know? Yeah. And I just don't see why you would do this to yourself. And, and, you know, marriage, I just can't see any permutation of it that is worthwhile. It really, it really isn't, man. It just, <laughs> I mean, when I look at these marriages, I'm like, man, no, no, no. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You couldn't pay me to do it. And, and, uh, I feel like, especially these these type of guys, they are fine getting a little fraction of her time, of her attention, and then she's gone and they're living on that. And the thing is, and I know I keep repeating this um, about not attacking women because just you know these days it's, it's so difficult to have these conversations without people feeling like you're you're coming at them. Um, but you got to ask yourself. You know, as a woman, what kind of man is it that would sign up for this type of relationship, right? And and this is the type of man who, what what is he going to do in society, right? They're already seeing signs that more and more men, you know, even coming out of the pandemic, are not going back to work. We've talked about men are not going to college. The numbers in college are coming way down. Um, I think you're going to see fewer and fewer men. Uh, at least good men signing up for things like the police force and the military, fire and rescue, all, you know, plumbers and electricians, all uh, other than things that they need to do to just put food on the table for themselves. I think you're going to see like some of the structural things that we need as society to function. Men are going to be checking out of, right? They're going to be moving in different directions and living lives in different ways, at least, at least what you would call like, you know, independently thinking, more masculine type men, you know, uh, traditionally. And these guys who would sign up for these types of relationships, they're they're not the kind of guys who are going to go out and do this dirty work that society needs to uh, to keep functioning. So this is where I go with like, 
let's get past all the attack and who's in power and uh, the, the patriarchy. Let's put all that to the side. What, what do these decisions, these individual choices and our perspectives on life, how does that play out in society at large? And I, I think it's, it's, it's doom and gloom from here, baby. I don't think it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing. Not at all. No, no, it definitely isn't. And that's why there's really only one solution, which we already know <laughs> <laughs> that I won't even say again. Plug them into I'm the like, matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank, thank you for, for saying that. But yeah, I mean, as, as a marriage episode goes, uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's no actionable solution because clearly my matrix idea is not, is not, what are we like? I don't know, 10, 15 years away from possibly plugging someone into a matrix. Gotta be, gotta be pretty close. <laughs> I mean. Well, I don't know. I, I saw something where um, scientists are coming out and asking for like a six month, um, I don't know what the correct term is, embargo or pause on the whole ad advanced AI development because they're yeah, really, really that, concerned yeah. that AI is about to take over. So, shit. You know what I think? I mean, we may already be in the matrix right right now on this podcast man we probably plugged in right now you know well we so. did talk about that on a pod where where this whole yeah. thing could be a simulation and here's the thing though give the ai a chance because we're messing it up right now we're messing it up right now <laughs> let's have let's have the ai see if they can figure this out chat gpt can probably figure this out nah, you know? man. <laughs> I, wait, okay chat chat gpt4 not chat gpt3 <laughs> Get that four four version. Yeah, get four That that can probably figure it out. But but on that note, I think that um, we've uh, run run the marriage thing into the ground, and and it, uh, you know, I, I think we do agree on some points. We do, we definitely do agree on some points, and especially that those brothers in that show, um, that's that is. I don't think that's a good direction for society. I really don't. And it could be, you know, people say TLC is trying to shock people and trying to put these shows on. And it, it, maybe that's it. <laughs> well, I'm interested. I, you know, folks listening to the to the pod, man, I'm really, I'm really interested to know what your thoughts are on these kind of non-traditional relationships, whether it's the polyandrous with with, um, you know, one woman and multiple male partners or the reverse of that or, or some other versions. I'm really interested to, to know what people are hearing, reading, discussing out there. Is it something you would ever think about? Do you find that appealing at all? Why or why not? Um, I mean, look, I, I, I could see there's some advantages to having more than one adult contributing to a household, but not, not, in, this, not in this dynamic. I mean, no, I, I, no. the downsides would be too much, too much for me, but um, I know I'm interested to see what other people think out there, um, kind of catch the pulse of, of society and where, where things are going. So, so, you know, hit us up, let us know what you think. Um, leave some comments. Yeah, guys. And make sure to check out our Instagram. I'll leave the, the link in the comment or in the uh, description as well. So we'd love to hear from you there. But for now, we're going to get up out of here and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next show. Peace.